Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, Long Beach City Attorney Charles Parkin, as we continue our 24th anniversary year. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by the Port of Long Beach, a leader in international trade and environmental stewardship. And the Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Scan Health Plan, for your health and independence. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. Our guest for the entire show is our city attorney, Charles Parkin. Mr. City Attorney, welcome. Thank you very much for having me, Art. Before I come, start the conversation, I'd like to put in a plug-in for our July-August issue of the Straight Talk magazine, 100 Days of Summer. has so many wonderful things you can do right here in Long Beach at no cost or little cost. Movies on the beach, movies in the park, uh, municipal band concerts, sand sculpture, you name it. It's happening here in Long Beach. And I know you've, as a longtime resident of Long Beach, enjoy some of these activities. I absolutely do. It's a great way to spend the summer. So let me ask the first question. Who does the city attorney represent? The city council, the mayor, the citizens? Who, who is your client? Our client is the city of Long Beach. Our, we represent and we are the sole, I am as the city attorney, the sole and exclusive legal advisor to the city, its city council, the boards and commissions. We don't represent individually the mayor or an individual council person, but it's the municipal corporation in the city of Long Beach. If some citizen should sue a council person or whatever, would you represent the council person in that situation? It, it would depend. A lot of times, for example, if somebody sues the city of Long Beach and they name the chief of police, then we would represent them in their capacity as the employee or if a council member was sued. Uh, but if the city council member was sued in some unofficial capacity... An auto, then an auto no, accident. An auto, then no, we would not. I see. Well, uh, our city is... Uh, uh, it has so many activities going that many cities do not, such as an airport, such as a port, such as, uh, um, I forgot the third one. Uh, a water department. Water department. A gas department. We have a lot of activities and, and uh, operations that other municipalities do not have. Yeah, oil and gas right. was the other one I was Oil and gas, absolutely. So uh, you have a diverse portfolio of, of clients if you look at them individually. Uh, absolutely. We represent all of the departments in the city. So in addition to over 46 boards and commissions, we have um, a lot of activity going on in the city. And it requires certain expertise in areas in order to provide the services that they need. And how many actual attorneys do you have in your office? Our office is comprised of uh, about 69 employees, and of that, 23 of those are attorneys. And as you know, I serve on the Water Commission, and we have one of your very good attorneys uh, come to all of our meetings and give us good legal advice. Well, thank you. We, we do try and provide uh, good legal advice to all of our boards and commissions. There are certain boards and commissions where we have, in our office, we've assigned attorneys. So someone would be at every planning commission, or I would be at every city council meeting, or we'll have someone at every harbor board, or harbor commission meeting, or water 
Commission meeting. And you yourself were uh, 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 detailed to the Water Commission before you became... Y yes, I was, I, and it was a great uh, great time. I was working as uh, doing the oil and gas, and when the attorney for the Water Department retired, they said, well, you're doing oil, you can do water too. And as you know, there are two different areas, but fascinating areas So you were doing oil and gas and water. And water. Oh, wow. And oil and water don't mix. No, but, they don't. Uh, but it was very, I really enjoyed the, my time with the water and uh, learning water law. Now, in Long Beach, uh, as most of our viewers may know, uh, the city attorney is elected by the people. You were elected uh, running a political campaign for your office. It was quite a vigorous spirited campaign, as I recall. Uh, most cities do not have uh, a separately elected city attorney, as I understand it. That's correct. I think in the state of California, there's maybe 480 or 90 cities, and I think there's 11 elected uh, city attorneys statewide. So it is by far uh, the minority of way of a city attorney is appointed. Do you see an advantage to doing it our way? Yes, I think there's advantages to both ways, but I think for being an elected city attorney, it gives you that degree of independence and accountability to the public that um, you are giving the best legal advice irregardless of the consequences. You're not worried about staying in favor with the council uh, so that you can tell them what you truly believe is the right legal answer. That's right. If you were appointed by the council, as in many cities, someone might feel uh, the need to temper their advice to uh, ensure their continued employment. <laughs> that, that, that's a possibility, but as, as I mentioned, it's a system that works very well for the majority of cities in California, so uh, you know, I think both systems have advantages and disadvantages. And we have the same system for our elected city uh, prosecutor, Doug Halbert. Very few cities have an elected city prosecutor. Very few, if any, cities have a, a city prosecutor. Generally speaking, the prosecution office or prosecution duties are part of the city attorney's office. But here, the, the citizens have decided to maintain those separately. And, and that has advantages, too, because I think now you have, and the people have, a direct person that they can look to for responsibility for those, uh, yeah. those duties. Well, let's look back on the past year or so. You were uh, elected to this office in 2000. You were appointed to the office first and then elected in 2014. That's correct. So uh, what are some of the accomplishments over the last well, couple thank of years? You. We've, we've been very, very busy. Our office has been uh, very busy. We're broken up into five divisions. And so in our general law section, which uh, is our advisory section, we write the ordinances and resolutions and contracts. We've uh, been involved in a lot, some litigation on CEQA with SCIG, the project of a rail yard that the city of Los Angeles was trying to uh, build on the and west we side of we challenged the validity of the environmental impact Correct. report, we saying it was deficient and the court agreed with us. The court agreed with us. And we are waiting for the judgment on that to be entered by the court. We're arguing over what the judgment should say. And when that judgment is entered, uh, we'll see if BNSF or the city of Los Angeles want to appeal that. And a lot of residents on the west side near where this would be built were very happy that the city challenged successfully the EIR. Correct. There were seven petitioners and, and you know we all probably have some different reasons but what the city was looking for was some additional mitigation measures to help protect the impacts of that project for our residents on the west side. Absolutely. And so I understand that the yard would be built in Los Angeles but the negative impacts would be spilling over to Long Beach with schools and neighborhoods. Correct. That, the yard and the rail lines are within 50 feet of some residents and adjacent wow. to schools. Let me just run quickly down the divisions. The uh, Workers' Compensation Division, 
the Harbor Division, Harbor has its own division, the Department Council Division, Litigation Division, uh, and Workers' Compensation. And, and Administration, correct. So our worker com we're unique in workers' compensation in that that's uh, currently in the city attorney's office, and we have three attorneys who do nothing but workers' compensation, and we have about 23 adjusters. And our job is to you know, provide the service, make sure that the services are provided to those employees who are injured at work, and then also to try and get them back to where we can get them back to work as soon as we can. And what do the adjusters do? So they will work on the claims, and they will uh, make sure that the medical treatment is provided as required. Very good. Well, we'll continue this uh, discussion after we take a pause for these messages. At the Port of Long Beach, we're not only delivering jobs, smart ideas, and forward-thinking environmental initiatives. We're also delivering opportunity for all of Southern California. Oh, and a clearer horizon line. To learn more, go to polb.com. The Port of Long Beach. Thinking outside the docks. Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo Tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo Tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo Tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo Tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo Tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. We are back with our city attorney, Charlie Parkin. Uh, one of the big, big things happening in Long Beach, of course, is the construction of the new Civic Center, which also will include port headquarters. And uh, that's one of those triple P things with private, public, and all. Uh, so your office is heavily involved in that. We were heavily involved in that. We were happy to have that uh, agreement finally signed in this last year. It's been a long uh, process. And actually, the attorney who's representing the Water Department in our office, Rich Anthony, has worked uh, hard on the Civic Center project to help us bring that to um, conclusion. There's been a lot of uh, negotiations, obviously, on a long-term deal such as that. And we had to go to Sacramento and get special legislation, the city did to allow us to build a civic center under this type of a format. So um, it was a great accomplishment. We look forward to the new buildings. 
I always worry in these private-public deals in in this city, other cities. By by nature, the the private sector people are are quite expert because they do this all the time for a living. And no matter how capable uh, our city staff is, they can't be experts in everything. And they're usually at a disadvantage. I think of it as one hand tied behind their back in their negotiations with these very bright and often very, very successful private sector wheeler dealers. How do, how do we protect ourselves against that bias, if, if you agree with my premise? I, I do agree with your premise, and, and I think the city did a good job in, uh, we went out and the first thing we did was interview firms that do these uh, three Ps. And we selected a consultant to assist us in our negotiations from the very beginning through the entire process. Including selection of the team that would be... That would be our, ultimately our partner. And so we were able to take advantage of their skill set where we would have been at, I think, at a disadvantage. I see. And then while we negotiate, obviously the, the devil's in the details on these long-term agreements. And so we were able to assist other experts on how do we set up the uh, agreements so that if the air conditioner goes out, what's the penalty? When does it need to be repaired? You know, what's the thread count on the carpet before it needs to be replaced? Down to that excruciating detail in the agreements um, that are run hundreds and hundreds of pages. So um, hopefully, I think we've got a good deal. This is a big financial commitment of the city. I mean, it's an exciting project. Many feel that it will reinvigorate downtown, including myself. But uh, the danger always is that there's some clause or whatever that allows the cost to get out of control, and we wind up paying a lot more than we expected. And uh, and I know that the same team who uh, is building the private entity that's building uh, the Civic Center uh, was the one that was involved with the Duke Majin Courthouse. And that's a beautiful addition to the downtown uh, Long Beach, but uh, it sucked up money from courthouses all over the state to pay for it. And financially, uh, maybe some people are having second thoughts. Uh, uh, how do we protect against that? That's a great question, Art. And I think we, we learned and were able to take uh, lessons away from the state's uh, courthouse, the Duke Majin Courthouse, which is a beautiful building. and. Um, we and the council, I think, were very aware of the financial implications of doing a project such as this. Because we're, we're just committing the city for, I think, 40 years 40 now years. for payments each year, including inflation escalators and cost of living. So but there is a CPI uh, a factor that will be applied to the annual payments. The city council looked at what we were currently paying to be in our building and what we were and what the city management thinks that we could afford. And we negotiated in our payments um, the CPI and the increased factors on costs over the life of that term. Yeah. Well, it's a very exciting project and I think has the potential to really invigorate not just the square blocks that encompass the, the subject property, but surrounding areas that development will, will spread. And uh, many feel, including myself, that uh, the way to get out of the box of of all the cuts we've had to endure uh, in these tough budgetary years, uh, the only way out, uh, and although we have passed Prop A that gives some additional income, ultimately, and I think the mayor agrees with this, the only way out is economic development. And I agree, and I think the 
if you look at the downtown and where the new harbor building and the new uh, city hall will be and where our current facility We'll have a new park out of this project, we'll have a new library out of this project, and we'll have some private development out of this project, and so it really will transform that area of the downtown. I've always felt that the City Hall Plaza is very user-unfriendly. Quite frankly, some feel that it's ugly, others think it's nouveau, whatever they called it when they was built in the late 60s, but or early 70s, actually. But uh, uh, this opens up those several blocks and makes it a lot more friendly and there's a, a center uh, where people can gather for concerts and it just opens up the space. You really, you described it right, the, the um, idea and thought process and reopening up First Street that comes through and Chestnut and Cedar will come through and having public opened areas and that berm around City Hall removing that and creating the view corridor into the park into the new library will be inviting for the residents of the downtown and all the citizens of Long Beach. And we're, I think we're breaking ground on that just at about this time that this show will be airing later in July. In the summer, yes. Yeah. Well, uh, let's uh, take a pause now and in the last segment we want to get up close and personal with our guest. Uh, stay with us. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Oh, yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee, freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. Bill Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Bill is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Bill Trainees. We're back continuing a conversation with our Long Beach City Attorney, Charlie Parkin. We're going to talk about the litigation division in a moment. When you think of lawyers, you think of litigation. And uh, lawyers get a bit of a bum rap, I think, because uh, people like to blame them. But I think it's the same as with uh, TV shows. Uh, lawyers give their clients what they want. And... They are uh, a conduit for the wishes and desires or complaints of their client. And like TV shows, uh, everyone says, oh, Jerry Springer, I wouldn't watch that. But he, he gets 10 million people a year. So TV gives people exactly what they want. And so do politicians, I might add. 
But speak to the litigation division and its work. Oh, thanks, Art. We are a very busy city and a large city and 5,000 employees, and so we have a lot of litigation come through the city. We probably get over 700 or so claims against the city in any one year. So we have a claims division that will review those and process I filed those. one of the claims, did not get what I wanted, but it was denied. The, the process was fair. And then uh, if some of those, uh, maybe two or 300 of those a year may turn into litigation. So we have that type of litigation. We also do affirmative litigation. And before you litigate, against the city by statute you have to file a claim as I generally speaking most cases if you want to sue the city there are exceptions to that but in general speaking yes and we do try and you know we try and resolve them at that stage if it's appropriate about 30 percent of the claims filed against the city of Long Beach in last year were resolved at the claim stage um, so we we are happy about that and we publicize that we put a on our website we have our claims uh, we have a summary of the claims and how it works and how the process works and if you know you can file a claim online we're trying to make it uh, more accessible and explain how the process works so the public isn't confused and even though as you said earlier you were you represent the city and to protect the city's assets of course would be uh, normally fighting claims the claimants often are citizens of Long Beach and in a sense you also represent the citizens do you not if someone has been treated wrongly by some city employee uh, is in your interest to see that they're fairly compensated, or is it strictly to protect the city? It, it, it's to protect the city and to protect the city's assets, but if we, for example, if a trash truck driver makes a turn and clips a car, it's our responsibility to make sure that that person's treated fairly and, and you know, put back into the place they were prior to that accident. And so if we can do that early on and adjust that claim properly and efficiently, we think we're benefiting the, the people of Long Beach, too. Fair enough. Well, let's uh, get up close and personal for a moment. And uh, what, what attracted you to public service? That's a great question. I, um, I wanted to work for the city of Long Beach. My father worked for the city of Long Beach for a number of years. My uncle worked for the city of Long Beach for a number of years. So Your uncle is a retired uh, Superior Court judge, is yes, he not? Yes, and he was former city attorney for the city of Long Beach. And uh, my father, who recently passed, was an uh, engineer with the city of Long Beach for a number of years. And so um, growing up in Long Beach, it, it was just, that's, you know, something you should really consider doing is working for your city. Wow. And following in the footsteps of your dad and your and uncle. My uncle. I was really uh, proud to do that. Wow. Um, what are your thoughts about the future? Uh, is, uh, is the city attorney subject to term limits? We are not. The city prosecutor, the city attorney, and the city auditor are three citywide elected offices that are not uh, under our charter subject to term limits. So um, I've had and uh, enjoy my uh, job here as a city attorney. It's the variation of everything that comes in the door and all of the different things that we get to work on is very exciting and I'm happy to contribute. And it sounds like you would be happy continuing to contribute. Uh, I think, yes, I think that's the <laughs> truth, yes. Well, there is a uh, there is a benefit uh, to keeping people good people in office for for a long time. I know this gets into the question of term limits for elected officials that still apparently is very popular. But I just want everyone to think if we have a really good person in office as a council person or a mayor or some other office that's subject to term limits and you want to have that person continue in that position. It might not be a bad idea to consider possibly relaxing 
or eliminating term limits for certain jobs. That's a That's policy decision for the for citizens. the people of Long Beach. Uh, what's the most difficult case or type of case that you've had to face? Uh, and maybe it has to do in certain cases with alleged police misconduct uh, where there's been an injury to a citizen? Those are always very, very difficult. They're always tragic cases and um, sometimes it's uh, difficult for the public to understand why the city is defending these type of cases so vigorously, but we look at um, the police conduct, uh, the policy behind it, and in some of these cases that we've tried recently, we truly believe that the police officers involved in these were following the procedures and the proper training and an incident occurs, and uh, we believe that they're entitled to a vigorous defense. Do you think we currently have the right test in evaluating uh, police behavior? There have been some law review articles about changing, because I think the test now is if the officer reasonably believed that his life was in danger or a life of citizens, they're entitled to use lethal force. And, and that's a debate that has been occurring and will continue to occur. I think what I can say to that is I think the city of Long Beach, along with other cities and, and states all across our country, are looking at police use of force. And, and the body cameras are, are something I think that's coming uh, as a result of that review of how force is applied and how it is used. And we're constantly training and looking at ways we can improve. Obviously, we would like to resolve 100% of the situations without lethal force. Uh, but sometimes that just is not possible. It's a, it's a very rough job. And I know that in some cities that have adopted body cameras, uh, the uh, incidence of uh, civilian complaints has gone down because the camera shows that the police officer acted properly and those loss, alleged uh, potential lawsuits go away when there's that video evidence. Well, I, I think that's true. I think anytime anybody knows they're on camera, they watch what they say and what they do and vice versa. Including our guests. <laughs> no, just joking. <laughs> We're back with the rest of our show after these messages. Bill Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Bill is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch and the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Phil Trainees. You've been planning this moment for a long time. It couldn't be a more perfect moment. And you have the perfect ring that will tell her, I want to love you forever. But nothing is perfect. Don't listen to that guy. He got the ring at McCarty's. McCarty's yes. makes a moment.
At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. I think Long Beach is very fortunate to have a city attorney of the quality of Charlie Parkin, and he and his family have given so much uh, to our city over such an extended period of time. Thank you for that, Charlie. Thank you very much. And uh, getting back to just the police for a second, that's a, it's a tough job, and we have a fine police force, and uh, we were talking in the break that many of our uh, uh, command staff has been hired away to be chief of police of other cities. That's correct. I think we have more than any other department in the state that are currently uh, chiefs at, at other cities in California, and I think it's a testament to our department and our officers, and, and as we were talking on the break, it, it's a very, very difficult time to be a police officer, and I yeah. think we should be, as citizens of Long Beach, proud. And we were speaking to the sheriff on the show a couple of weeks ago, and he said, you know, nothing wrong with giving a police officer or a sheriff a wave or thank you uh, during, during a day. And I'd like to thank you for letting me be on the show, and congratulations on 24 successful years. Thank you so much. All right. And thank you at home for watching. Please be with us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by the Port of Long Beach, the Press-Telegram, and Scan Health Plan. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.